0: Carlsbad, People, Purpose, and Impact, an essential podcast
1: for those who live, work, visit, and play in Carlsbad.
0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome. My name is Brett Schonsenbach. I'm the president and CEO of the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce, and I'm your host today. And I'm pleased to have with me Ron Ramirez. Ron is the new Dean of the College of Business Administration at Cal State San Marcos. Good morning, Ron.
1: Uh, Good morning. I guess we can still use uh, new. I'm almost uh, for four months now.
0: Yeah, it's still pretty new. Pretty (laughs) new. it's pretty new. Uh, Well, and yeah, just four months in. First of all, congratulations.
1: Oh, thank you very much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And from what I could see, it looks like you came to us from the University of Colorado, uh, the Denver Business School.
1: That's right, the Denver campus. Most people know Boulder, but uh, University of Colorado Denver in downtown Denver.
0: Very nice. And how long were you there?
1: I was there almost uh, twenty years.
0: Okay, very nice. But despite that, it did seem like you're you're a, pretty much a Southern California guy. Like I saw, you went to Fresno, then USC, and then mm-hmm. Irvine.
1: Yeah. So uh, born and raised in the Central Valley in Fresno. Actually, if you know that, I went to Clovis High in in, in that area. Okay, yeah. And then to Fresno State, and uh, I did some professional work up in the Bay Area. And then, uh, like you said, went to USC, then back to the Bay, and then back down to Irvine. And then I kept getting job offers in Denver for some reason. There's some link between Denver and L.A. area, and so my wife and I decided let's just go try Denver, and that was 20 years ago.
0: And it's a beautiful area. I have family um just north of Denver in Erie, which is close to that Boulder area you mentioned. And then just, uh, what is it? West of Denver in Dillon. Okay. And it's beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. Yeah, beautiful place. And you mentioned that you had some, um, well, I like to call it real world experience, um, <laughs> <laughs> private sector stuff. Tell us a little bit about your experience there and, and your journey that brought you from that to academia.
1: Yeah, so uh, at Fresno State, I studied electrical engineering. I was I was good at math in high school, and someone suggested uh, look into what an engineer does, and so it sounded you know pretty good as much as you know when you're eighteen. Sure. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I, but I stuck with it and uh, was an electrical engineer, and then had different opportunities uh, presented to me uh, when I graduated, and I took position as a telecommunications analyst, I believe the title was, for the Chevron Corporation. Okay. Up in its uh, headquarters campus in San Ramon, California. Worked on their computer network. So they Mm -hmm. had their own computer network uh, across the Bay Area and and out in Houston, Texas. And so I supported the Bay, uh, including the Richmond Refinery, and decided uh, after a couple years uh, there, maybe three years, two and a half years, to go get an mba and back in those mm. days in the stone age you would go full-time yeah so i ended up <laughs> the <Stone> uh, age. <laughs> yeah, resigning from that and, and going down to to usc uh, i was interested in the the business side of of companies and so i uh studied uh, i, I phrase it as corporate finance as part of my mba and then took a position uh at uh, pacific bell the old phone company yeah And so, uh, again, technology company, if you would, and I uh, was in a management development program there where I first uh, helped supervise uh, the union workforce. Okay. Installed uh, broadband services across uh, Silicon Valley. Uh, And so uh, I did that for a while and then uh, was lucky to get a job over in the CFO's office for about a $1.1 billion division of uh, Pacific Bell at the time. And so I I, I did that for a while and that's where I uh, worked on strategy and budgets. For the company, and I thought probably I'd stay there for my career. I love California. I'm born and raised here, and so. Uh, but the new at t came and bought us. Yeah. And about that time, I had a friend uh, getting a PhD at Stanford, and I thought, oh, I'll go get a PhD. And, and so. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. That's yeah. what everybody. Thinks. Yeah. Well, why not? Why and not? So, uh, <laughs> I ended up doing doing that at UC Irvine. Uh, again, technology was a common theme throughout my career, and I studied uh, management information systems. Was my specialty mm-hmm. area area of research. And that's what I did until, again, I took that job at uh, CU Denver.
0: Wow. Okay. So you, you, you got some real experience out there in the world, and then were able to bring that into the classroom for your business students. You started teaching, of course.
1: Yeah. So you start off as an assistant professor, a tenure track. And so, uh, yeah, I, I taught uh, management information systems to the MBAs there at that business school, uh, as well as some others specialty classes that I designed based on my work in the CFO's office, where you would uh, mix, again, technology, we, we called it business intelligence at the time, uh, strategy, and then organization theory for uh, making decisions. around. Um, I worked on the revenue side in the CFO's office, so yeah. it was usually about growth decisions. And uh, so I think the students liked that class the best because, again, it was based off the real work experience that I had and Yeah, and and what it's like to make decisions in the corporate world.
0: Yeah, no, very very practical for uh, up and coming aspiring business people, and uh, that's excellent. And so, how many years did you teach before? Because you eventually became, I think you said, an assistant dean in Colorado.
1: Yeah, so the you know I I achieved tenure. I forget when it was, two thousand ten or so, and and then at that time, um, I I was pretty passionate about the the undergraduate program. So, Mm -hmm. CU Denver. Uh, originated in part as a graduate school of business, and so okay. people would go to Boulder, and they would graduate, come down to Denver, and work. Gotcha. And then they needed a location for MBA courses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, uh, it evolved into its own business school at CU Denver. And so uh, I wanted to promote the undergraduate program because, you know, I was helped along the way in my undergraduate studies, and I and I worked in a couple programs there that helped other students. And I thought, you know, I really like this. And we needed to focus on this for the the betterment of the students. And so I uh, was asked to be the director of the undergraduate program. So that was the first start in administration. I still maintained my my faculty role and still taught and did research Mm -hmm. at the time. So uh, CU Denver is an R1 school, and so you focus on uh, research primarily and teaching. But research is a focus. But I did that for probably 12 years. I, I maintained that role all the way until I became associate dean. Yeah, I became department chair for a little bit, for about a year, and then associate dean. And the in the associate dean role, I uh, helped run or govern the programs. We had an undergraduate program, all the master's programs, and then we had one PhD program. I helped uh, govern those in the dean's office, and then as well as ran a um, student success organization uh, along with uh, the assistant dean that reported to me, where we helped with uh, student success across all the undergraduate and graduate programs.
0: Oh, that's Fantastic. We are gonna take a brief pause. We're talking to Ron Ramirez, the Dean of the College of Business Administration at Cal State San Marcos. And we're gonna come right back and start talking about all the amazing programs we have at Cal State San Marcos. So Ron, you've had some great experience in Denver at the University of Colorado in Denver. And then of course, in your, um, your work experience before getting into academia, so my first question coming to Cal State San Marcos, what has been your biggest surprise in a positive way? I don't want any skeletons to come out right now, but in a positive, what was your biggest positive surprise that you've experienced in the four months since you've been here?
1: Yeah, so I would say the, it really hasn't been surprises per se, you know, it's really learning about the organization and sure. the, the system, the CSU system, and learning how to operate within that, that context. Um, I think the students here at uh, San Marcos are similar to the ones in, in Denver. We have a primarily first-generation population of students. Right. A large underrepresented uh, uh, population of students, and it was the same in Denver. Mm-hmm. And and that was part of the attraction of coming to San Marcos, because I enjoyed serving that population of students, again, with helping uh, students go to that next step, you know, for social and economic mobility. But I wanted to do that in my home state. Yeah. And so... Back in the CSU, I, you know I have a story on my, on my, uh, of, my, of my parents on my dad's side. He went to Fresno State with a uh, brother and a sister, and that really helped move us to another uh, level, socially and economically. Yes. And I'm a second-generation student, I like to phrase it. And so I've, I've seen the benefits of the CSU, mm-hmm. and I wanted to give back, in that sense, to the CSU, and, and that's why San Marcos was such a, a great fit.
0: No, that's a great, that's a great story a great personal tie into how uh, education can help elevate uh, socioeconomically families. That's wonderful. So let's talk about some of the programs you guys have there. Let's, you know, and some of our listeners might not be familiar with uh, the amazing programs. I'm familiar with a couple of them. uh, So I'd love to hear you share about like the executives chair and the senior experience programs and stuff like that. But tell me about some of your favorites.
1: Yeah, so um, when, when you asked a little bit about what are some prizes or some positive things that I've learned, and so it's really, uh, if I might summarize uh, the college, it's in a focus on undergraduate education. It's 97% undergraduate students. We have a very large uh, Bachelor of Science and Business Administration program. Yeah. Uh, what's unique about it is the hands-on learning that a student does within mm. the program but in addition to that, uh, is that we have an extensive relationship with the external business community. Yes, we have executives and residents that come in and actually help with the curriculum itself, not just advising. Like you know, most colleges and schools of business have advisory councils, and uh, executives may come in and advise what a, a degree a plan should look like or what a program should look like. But we actually go one extra step and, and involve the executives in the program itself, itself along, uh, you know, the student success goal. And so we have a business professional development course in which the executives come in and help uh, prepare students to become uh, future professionals. Yeah. Uh, and, and then we have a professional mentorship program, again, where alumni and executives work with students to help them with that next step. And then we also have a new program called Hire COBA, where that's where a student who may need additional uh, career coaching can uh, take advantage of some programming there to, again, help them launch the type of career they want when, when they graduate.
0: Oh, that's excellent. I actually, um, this is my first semester ever being an executive in residence there. Um, so I've been experiencing that program firsthand. And uh, it's it's a very impressive program and format, how you bring in folks from the business world to do one-on-one, you know, direct Input and mentoring, and uh, you know, helping with these, these uh, I, all the students that I've had a chance to interact with have been about juniors in their business education, and of course across the whole spectrum, people in marketing and administration and all everything else. And uh, it's been a wonderful experience. Um, and when I f- first volunteered or was asked and said yes. Um, <laughs> The uh, it was a little daunting. Um, they went through and and uh, and kind of showed me, you know, the the system. And it was like, wow, this is this is intense. But I have thoroughly enjoyed it. I've been through my first round of meeting with all my students because I have about nineteen or twenty. And now um, I'm almost to that part where we're starting our second round, and uh, it's exciting. These these are great kids.
1: Yeah, it's real. It's really this uh, this this course we're talking about and these. Services we talked about it really makes our our school unique. Yeah, you know, again, other schools and colleges may have mentoring programs, but with this particular business professional development, it's built into the curriculum. Which means every student that studies at San Marcos in the College of Business will be able to work with an executive uh, directly, and that's what really makes us stand out and our program unique. We get that hands-on learning for the students. You know, as part of that class, we just talked a little bit before the podcast about etiquette dinners, for yeah. example. Yeah, yeah. These are, uh, you know, experiential learning uh, opportunities for the students. We just had one uh, dinner last night with about 150 students that come in. That's And great. Uh, we have an etiquette coach. And uh, we go through about a two to three hour learning experience where we have an actual meal. And the students sit around the table with an executive and engage in networking and, and yeah. business discussion, personal discussion, just to get that hands-on practice, which again is unique of our program.
0: Yeah, I think that's wonderful. And I was, as I mentioned when we were chatting before, I was interested in attending, but it was my daughter's birthday last night, so I couldn't couldn't make it. But um, uh, maybe in, in coming semesters, I'll be able to attend one of those. But um, yeah, I think that's great, and it really does, in my opinion, set your program, you know, apart in in the fact that you have so much interaction between folks actively in the business world and those who are studying to, to venture out that way. So kudos on that. And you mentioned that I think about 97% of your students are undergrads, but you do have an MBA program. Talk to us about that a little bit.
1: Yeah, we have an MBA program that's been around for some time. Uh, there's there's two uh, programs. One's a fully employed MBA where a professional can come and work at, on studying within the program. It's designed in the way you can work full time and, and continue on great, the MBA program. Great, that's um, great. And then that's a more of a general uh, MBA, I might call it. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to get the foundation of learning around you know what a master's of business is, entails. Uh, but we have a specialized MBA where you can uh, pursue further knowledge and let's say supply chain management,
0: gotcha. for instance.
1: And, and so it really is up to the student what they're interested in. But uh, I've met several uh, alums of the fully employed MBA program that, uh, you know, studied in the 2000s and now are in the executive ranks, ranks, and they speak very highly of the program. I think it has a lot of opportunity. Uh, there, is, there is a lot of opportunity at Santa Marcos as well. I mean, I talked about, of course, I want to serve the students that are there. But I think on the graduate side... If you think about the education life cycle of a student across a career, education at the undergraduate level is just the first step. Sure. You know, and as you go throughout your 20 to 30 year career, you know, most of the time uh, people uh, need a graduate program to to uh, either enhance what they're doing or to move and change directions, and I think that's an opportunity we can take advantage of at San Marcos.
0: Oh, that's great. And you guys have some other, you know, there's other programs uh, around the periphery as well, which are great cert- certification programs, et cetera. What is the future? What's the future for the College of Business Administration at Cal State?
1: Yeah, what's the future? That's a good question. That's <laughs> what, You know, I've only been there four months, but I do actually have some good ideas. You know, these are just ideas. And, uh, you know, certificates are, are certainly something that the higher education, if I call it an industry, is is talking about. You know? Sure. Um, even after you get your graduate uh, degree and, in your 20s or 30s, you know, you continue working into your 50s or so. And so, uh, you know, if you want to keep your knowledge updated or learn mm-hmm. a new skill, certificates can come into play there. You know, they can provide an indication of a, a level of learning, and that's why there's opportunity in the education program. But, you know, when I think about certificates, it's almost as if that type of training is what corporate training used to be. Yeah. And, and so I, I think we as an industry are still trying to figure out w- what the solution is on the certificate side, but the, for individual courses and certificates for those that want it, that is an oppor- opportunity. I would say when you think about the area, the region, the workforce need. Uh, certainly, I would say cybersecurity is yes. has, a, has a, a a great future in the area. Everybody needs it, from the government to to businesses. Everybody to, needs everybody it. Everybody
0: needs that huge.
1: Yeah, so I think that's a, an area that would be uh, uh, interesting to pursue. You know, whether it's certificates or a master's program, we'll, we'll, or or it's an option maybe in the MBA program, we'll we'll find that out. You know, I'm I'm trying to learn about the health systems here in the mm-hmm. area, and is there an is there an opportunity for a track in health? Ah. Uh, and um, I, I had seen a little bit of a trend in Denver. Uh, there was a, a, a pretty well-known health program in the the old university I was at. And it seemed as if there was a trend moving away a little bit from master's in public health to more MBA, uh, you know, business-focused education, but with oh. a track in healthcare care. Oh, so that's I'm, interesting. I'm looking into that right now.
0: Yeah, very interesting. And, of course, with... Um... Our aging demographic, uh, you know, health care is a, a bustling industry, so. Oh, for sure. So I think, yeah, you're on to something there. Very interesting. So when you're not at the college and uh, you're, wh- what are your hobbies? What do you, what do you love to do?
1: Uh, well, uh, I used to play tennis uh, when I was in Denver. You know, I hadn't yeah. played for a while and then someone asked if I played, so I did that for past 18 years, but okay. I would say in these last four months, what, what do I do? Well, I try to spend as much time as I can uh, with my family uh, if I'm not driving the freeways, which i have forgotten <laughs> about. But actually, traffic's <laughs> a little bit better now. So Okay, good. How far,
0: how far away are you commuting from?
1: I'm commuting from Orange County right now. Okay. Um, let me just say, it's also a little bit uh, tough time to try to sell a house. And Right now so it is, yeah. If anyone's moving to Denver, let me know. I've got a home for sale. <laughs> But so what I do right now, I, I commute, uh, spend time with family, and so, uh, but also reconnecting to people I know in Southern California. And my my family's still in Fresno, so I, I look forward to being able to drive yeah. uh, up there to to visit them. So I'm excited being here, and uh, you know, it's only been four months, so I'm, I'm hoping I'll pick up either. Tennis, but of course the new uh, sport right now seems to be pickleball. That's right.
0: Yes. By, uh, by my house, they, you know, they converted one, I think there's like a dozen tennis courts and they converted one to pickleball (laughs) and you'll go by and you'll see maybe five or six people on the, all the various tennis courts put together and there will be like 18 or so (laughs) all jammed into this pickleball area that used to be one tennis court. It's amazing. Yeah, that's right. It's funny. Well, wonderful. Well, we're excited to have you here at Cal State San Marcos. Again, uh, our welcome to you. And uh, we as the chamber love partnering with Cal State. We, and we appreciate board engagement. Miguel de Jesus is on our board and right. just really appreciate him. And uh, if there's ever anything we can do to partner and, and work with you, please let us know.
1: Yeah, you know, you, you brought up senior experience, and that's certainly mm-hmm. another component of our, uh, our degree where we get hands-on experience with real-world yes. projects. So Miguel's really out, out there actively finding us projects, and so if any of you out there need uh, help with a, a, a project, we're willing to to do that as well. And and real quick, you, quickly, you talked about the future. I just went to a a uh, conference where they talked about maybe a, a new. Uh, type of idea around um, education when you're transitioning to a new career, but this is mm-hmm. really targeted when somebody looks to retire from an existing career from 20, 25 years, and they're looking for the next thing. You know, oftentimes today yeah. you retire and then you do something new. Sure. And that seems to be maybe an area that could be a new, a new opportunity in higher education. I'm still trying to figure, figure it out, but uh, sure. It was a real interesting concept.
0: Yeah, I, I think that is extremely valid, um, you know, and we we work long, we live longer, we're working longer. And uh, I, I think there is something there for that. I do want to give a personal shout out to the senior experience program. We've done a few projects here uh, over the years, including just recently concluding a project with the senior experience team. So if you guys out there listening to this have never engaged a senior experience team at Cal State San Marcos, you get five... You know, business students who come in and help you tackle a real world, you know, situation that you want them to tackle, and it's fantastic work. For you know, they work with you for a whole semester on whatever it is you want them to study or to uh, address.
1: Yeah, and it's it's really an opportunity as well as uh, for the community to participate in the education of the students. It's it's really also a learning experience for the students, and so it's it's your chance to participate in higher ed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Well, thank you so much. I should have properly introduced you as Dr. Ron Ramirez, but
1: (laughs) I only make my sister call me Dr.
0: Nice. Well, thank you, Ron, for coming down. And uh, again, welcome to the community. We look forward to working with you in the future.
1: All right. Thank you. Thanks
0: for joining us on our Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please hit the follow button on wherever you get your audio. And please tell a friend. We would love to hear your feedback, which you can share at carlsbadpodcast.com. You can leave us a review, ask a question, or leave an audio comment, which we can play on the show in the future. And that's all we have for today. Can't wait to see you next time on Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact. And remember, share some kindness today. It's free, creates goodwill, and makes you feel great.